getting you closer to the athletes, coaches, families, and fans of Cincinnati sports. It's On the Sidelines with Q102's Molly Watson and Lindsey Patterson, presented by Ortho Cincy. We are back. What is up? Hi. Hello, Molly. <laughs> How are you doing? Okay, so uh, we're just going to have fun with this first episode launching with our On the Sidelines podcast. Lindsay and I have had this podcast for a while. COVID hit, sports stopped, and we had a few episodes here and there, but we are back fully and we are so excited. Of course, it's Red's opening day week. I didn't see you on opening day. I know. I was very low-key, and I'm really sad to admit because (laughs) opening day, like you mentioned, obviously COVID hit. And it kind of threw a wrench into sports. It, it really threw did. a wrench yeah. into times and timelines. This offseason was a little bit different because we know what was happening. Major League Baseball owners, Major League Baseball players, they're dealing with their own meetings. So opening day was still the same for Cincinnati, but it wasn't to start the season off. So what happened that week? I was out of town. So I had to watch opening day on TV, which is so boring. I hate everything about it. Where were you? I was in Columbus, which is not a place you want to be during Red's (laughs) opening day. Wrong place in Ohio. I felt really lame to not be there for opening day because, again, Molly, you were down there. You guys were at the Logger House. Obviously, you guys had the show down there. You were able to see the crowd. Did it feel like opening day? Oh, it was fantastic. Uh, The weather was beautiful. I mean, it started off really sunny, and then it got kind of cold and windy and dark, and then the sun came back out. So as long as it's not raining on opening day, I'm happy because I feel like... Every year, it's like some kind of monsoon comes through, but the weather was beautiful. Everybody was in good spirits. We were live down there, and it felt like 2019. What was really cool about all of it is we started to see crowds back in stadiums last year. Obviously, the Bengals played at Paul Brown Stadium. You saw that during late in the Major League Baseball season, and we finally saw that for the first time in almost three years at Great American Ballpark. But I thought what was really cool, and it went a little viral but really cool of the Reds and the Bengals to have Joe Burrow out there. Oh, that was so cool. Jamar Chase and Zach Taylor. But the chant, the chant in the stadium. The Hootay chant. Like, it, it just felt, it felt like it felt like crowds were finally back and sports were officially back again. And then nothing beats the opening day crowd. I know. I'm never going to tell people how to spend their money, go to games or anything like that. But just to see everybody there and treat it like it was Reds opening day has officially returned for the first time in three years was one of the coolest things to see. It really was. I cannot agree more, which um, my uncle Nick, who's from Cincinnati, he lives in Atlanta. He's lived there for probably 15, 20 years. Just so happened to be in town on Tuesday for business for like an hour. And he called me and he's like, what's going on? What's up? And I said, it's opening day. And he's like, are you kidding me? This is so great. I didn't even know. Cause you know, he lives in Atlanta now, but he was so excited. So then that was fun to kind of have that surprise. And my dad was at the game. So I surprised my dad with him. Like it was all just, everyone was in the best spirits. It was so much fun. Like I said, it felt like 2019 opening day. The sun was out. People were in just good spirits. The Reds were playing again. And uh, it's I can't believe it's been that long since we've had a normal opening day celebration. So it really was. I just missed you. It wasn't the same without you because you're my PIC. So I felt so lame to not be there. And I was living through everybody's social media posts. And then obviously the picture from the Reds to see the crowd down at the banks, the Holy Grail, the Logger House. You guys were down there and it just felt like sports were back. And we finally saw that in Cincinnati. So let's talk, uh, which I had a bunch of questions I wanted to ask you on Tuesday if you were able to join us on our broadcast. But uh, who who are you looking at this year? Who's your standout? With the Reds, 
Who are you? Who are you liking the most? You know what? I'm still going to the younger crowd right now. I thought one of the coolest things was this past weekend when Hunter Green took the mound. The excitement level for him just years ago, that young guy when the Reds did get him, and hey, he's finally in the big leagues now. Just to be that rookie who's stepping up and him to be able to perform like he did on the road in the first series versus the Braves. I think Hunter Green. You look. You look on the pitching. You look on the mound for him. His excitement. That's for me. But honestly, I'm going a little bit OG too. And it actually has to do off the field with his social media because Joey Votto is on social media, every single platform. And I want to see what he does this year. He's an OG on this team. I know all fans criticized his contract about a decade ago, that 10-year contract. And he's fun. He's having a good time out there. This team is young, but then you have an OG like Joey Votto. So I'm going Hunter Green for my young guy and then Joey V because of the social media stuff. Isn't he? And I love that we're seeing this personality now like who is he he's so funny I just love that he's in this new headspace of hey let's have fun on social media I want to interact with fans and I think it's amazing I know and I feel so boring when I look at my TikToks compared to his because he put so much energy into it and the thing is I was always afraid I feel like I wanted to protect Joey Votto from social media because look I personally love social media like Twitter like Instagram I got TikTok because I think the videos are really funny. And then when he gets on there and he reads comments and he replies back to people and I'm always like, be nice to him. Don't be mean to Joey Votto because he's finally opening up and he's on social media. So I think it's really cool. The TikTok stuff is really funny. And when he does put content out there, you know, it's sincere. He had his mom on opening day for the first time she was on the field. I thought that was really cool. Did you see that picture, that viral picture of her in the stands? Taking oh. So this is the sweetest thing. So he's, you know, at bat and you can see her in the background holding up her phone and taking a picture of him. Like, no. is that, you know, it's like, it doesn't matter what your child does for a living, professional baseball, you know, it, mom is always going to be your number one cheerleader and your biggest fan. So uh, that picture has been going viral. It's really sweet. And uh, yeah, he just seems happy and he's excited. And this, I think this whole boost in social media has been a fun thing for him. And uh, do you hear the comment? Um, Burrow made to him saying, aren't you too old to be on TikTok? <laughs> Did you see that? Uh, that picture of both of them together was yeah. great because it was funny. The Bengals put out a social media post about a week ago on their opening day when they played the Braves and they just had Joey Avado and, and Joe Burrow, obviously Photoshop photo of them high-fiving. Joey Votto commented in the comment section and said, hey, this is not a real photo. I've never high-fived Joe Burrow. And for them to finally meet Joey Votto to go over to him, I thought this was really funny because yeah. Joe Burrow introduced himself hi I'm Joe Burrow and Joey's like I know who you are you're you're the quarterback of the team so seeing both of them together and then you know we mentioned Joey Votto has Instagram and social media he posted a picture with the Joe Burrow and Joey Votto picture when he was in Hawaii the day of the Super Bowl watching the final minutes of the game and I thought that was really cool and he let him know so seeing those two the team since it's really cool to see out of both of them but I'm here for Votto on social media OrthoCincy Orthopedics and Sports Medicine has eight convenient orthopedic urgent care clinics in Kentucky, Ohio, and Indiana with convenient weekday, evening, and Saturday hours for fractures, sprains, strains, and more. OrthoCincy's dedicated orthopedic specialists will treat your sports, work, or everyday injury. Just walk in. No appointment is ever needed at OrthoCincy Orthopedic Urgent Care. Plus, you'll spend less time and money than going to a crowded ER. Learn more at orthocincy.com. That's orthocincy with a Y.com. Uh, I want to switch gears here, Linz, over to Phil Castellini on, you know, another while we're talking about the Reds and opening day. And uh, so it's funny because we had no idea what was going on. We were down at Christian Moraline and then, you know, you're looking at your phone later like, oh, geez, what happened? So what, what's your take on that? 
Yeah, it's one of those things. I think it's really, it's a sensitive subject because this offseason and anytime you root for a professional team and you're saving money or you're not trying to save money and this team's trying to be a contender again, you look like you have a chance in the NL Central and you let a couple guys go, Jesse Winker, and you look at Sonny Gray and you wonder what is this team doing because there's still a lot of young talent and some of the older guys, as we mentioned, Joey Votto on the squad, do they want to win? Are they taking it seriously? And then down the road, we've talked about the Bengals, what they were able to do, how excited the city was when they went to the Super Bowl, and why would the Reds want to go a different route? So for his comments to come out, and he had a chance to kind of back them up and almost apologize for them the second time he did a TV interview in that day, and it just felt like he he wasn't thinking about the fan base. And I, I don't think you ever want to use the words, where else are you going to go? Because, look, going to games, it can be pricey. It can be expensive. And to almost kind of say that to your fan base who's already hurt with how this offseason is really going, I mean, they're they're dealing with a lot of criticism that I've really never seen the Reds' ownership get. And to talk to the fan base like that, I, I just don't think that's the route you want to take. You're, there's other ways to support your ownership and the moves that you're making and still understand where fan bases are coming from. I know there's a sign out there on the road that says, sell the team, Bob, and you know all that stuff. That can be hurtful, I'm sure, as an ownership group. But to talk to the fan base like that, I, I just don't think that's the route you want to go with your fans right now. Well, especially Cincinnati because we're diehards, you know, like yeah. we're behind good, bad and ugly every season with, you know, our Bengals and our Reds and, um, you know, and even FC Cincinnati, you yeah. know, they've had a roller coaster ride. But uh, no, I do agree with what you're saying with that with. Um, and I think you get caught up in the moment and you lash out and you're like, oh, I want to take those words back, which I think was, you know, his case. I saw him on opening day. Um, <laughs> you know, we were all having a lot of fun that day. And I was like, Phil, hey, it's because I've met him before. It's been <laughs> years ago at an event for, I think, the um, community fund. And I don't know why I acted like he would have any idea who I was. But, you know, it's like, hey, Phil, it's me, Molly, from Kyoto 2. And he was like, hey, what? You know, it was a really funny moment. But he was super nice. But, um, yeah, unfortunately, opening day, the game did not uh, end the way we would have liked. I felt, I felt like you could hear a pin drop in that stadium after that last uh, – that grand slam, and then from there it was like, okay, time to pack up and head out. But overall, it was a great day, and we're excited for, I think, a good red season. How do you, how do you feel about this season, Linz? I'm the most optimistic Cincinnati sports fan that ever exists. You so, are. So despite kind of struggling a little bit, because here's the thing, their opener on the road, I thought that was really fun against the Braves. They took two, they lost in two, they came back and lost by a run in both of those losses. And then to come home for the opening day and it was four all, everything took a turn in the ninth inning. But for this team, like I said, there's so, there's a lot of talent, young guys, personality, and still plenty to root for. It's a long season. Yeah, no. How many games? 162. 62. Yep. Okay. So, so we got a long time and, and I'm going to still be optimistic and excited about these guys. And, you know, they, they're on the West Coast now. They're playing the Dodgers this weekend and just, you know, I, I, I'm not counting them out. I'm not counting them out because you can start out slow. You look at the Brewers who were a favorite in the NL Central and the way that they've started the season at the bottom of the division. I'm so optimistic about the Reds. They're right in the middle of the race. Mm. It's early. It's mm. April. I know. What are we just a few weeks into this? We're, you know. We're okay. We're feeling the same way with the Bengals. You know, we've had our ups and downs with them, and we went to the freaking Super Bowl this year. So it's, it's still wild. Yeah, can you believe it? You were were you at the Super Bowl? I did. You go to did. The Super Bowl. You did go. Oh, that's a different episode. We'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get we, to that. We'll get to that. We've got some stories. Uh, that wraps our very first episode of On the Sidelines. 
Uh, you'll be hearing from us once a week. This is very exciting. All brought to you by OrthoSensi, a wonderful new partnership with them that we're very excited about. And uh, if you ever have suggestions, people you want us to bring on the show, we'd love to hear from you on the sidelines at WKRQ.com. We'll see you next week. Bye. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment, bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible, signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22.